Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Remember what the Dormouse said. No. <laughs> I didn't I wasn't ready for that, and then you just started doing it. I, I feel ambushed. That's that's fine. That's, that's how we that's how we roll on this show. Thanks for joining us. <laughs> uh, we'll see you next week. I'm off to recover. Welcome to the WrestleTalk podcast review of Monday Night Raw. I am Luke Owen, D-A-D, and I'm joined by Professor Dan Layton. Please do press the subscribe button, give us a little thumbs up button, get in your thoughts on Raw and who the White Rabbit is to WrestleTalk.com forward slash support. And also while you're in the mode for clicking links, why not go to Beer52.com forward slash WrestleTalk where you'll get not one. Not two, not three, not four, not five, not six, not seven, but eight. Eight. Eight free craft beers on us. All you got to do is pay for that sweet postage and packaging. It's £5.95. And you will get eight delicious craft beers sent to your door, along with a magazine, an award-winning magazine, and a snack to go alongside your eight delicious craft beers. Thank you to Beer52 for sponsoring this podcast. You didn't breathe in once during that whole... I'm very impressed. Thank you very much. I have done a lot of sponsorships for Beer52 over the years because they've sponsored us a number of times over the years. Plus, I've been a Beer52 subscriber for 10 plus years at this point, and I love them as a brand, and you should too. It is for UK viewers only, though. We are better than you, and we drink (laughs) it. (laughs) But we'll take your money. We'll take your money, nonetheless. Less. Thank you all so much for joining us on this show, a show which uh, could be a contentious one, Dan. Uh, well, because last week was chill. Well, I know, but at least this time, you and I are broadly on the same page. Yeah. Because we thought this episode was, was fine. Was good. It was fine to good. It was fine to good. Yeah. But it was a good episode of Raw. And people have taken that to me thinking that I thought this episode was terrible, bad, and awful. Yeah. And as for anything but, other than five stars, is that though? I, well, I guess so. Like someone in the just before this video, so I was like, I don't know what Luke wants from Raw <laughs> <laughs> to be entertained. And I was like, Yeah, and I want to be entertained from the show, but also like you need these shows. These this are is it. these are building block shows. For not every show can be a five out of five episode. And I, and but I, that's fine. It, it is also when you're coming up against three hours. You know, it's it's. it's I will say this: as long as the show is three hours long. 
it is impossible to book an engaging five star all guns blazing three hour show every single week like we we have some examples of those and pay-per-views and things like that three hours long of banging but a, a weekly episodic narrative program at three hours long is, is inevitably a slog you're already up against it so fine to good it's actually quite it's a great win yeah well it's done it's a great great win especially because it's been so bad. Oh, it's been so bad. So it's long. such a huge step up from what yeah. we've had previously. Like, I, I've really enjoyed watching this episode of Raw. I enjoyed watching last week's episode of Raw. But then being like, fine to good is totally fine. It's We're about on... recalibrating the 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 spectrum exactly. exactly we're also building to a b-level pay-per-view yeah so yeah, we're yeah. not building to war games war games war we're games not building to clash of the castle or SummerSlam or anything like that so we are just going to be in the lull period and yeah. that's okay like I, a lot of the you know the big talking point of this show was or the big storyline of the show was bailey and her crew versus Asuka yeah. bliss and oh, sorry bianca belair and friends yeah the ac and friends yeah and and i'm not massively into that because i've just watched that a whole bunch a lot and it is finished. Yeah. And I've also watched Ray feuding with Judgment Day a whole bunch. But they have shaken it up with putting Dominic Mysterio yeah. with their group. And actually, I thought their segment was probably the, the highlight of the show. And I will them. say, I actually had a few little moments with the Alexa stuff. So there was there was enough slightly different. There was, there was something in Bianca and Friends that gave me pause. Mm -hmm. But we'll get onto that. This is what I really, really liked. And, and you know, I, I think sometimes when I judge myself on sort of like, you know, when I judge an episode of Raw... Uh, is what is my big talking points mm. uh, coming out of it? So, you know, we put together these podcast titles and these podcast thumbnails and stuff. And it's like, well, what are we talking about? And it's like, well, there's not a whole much to talk about that we haven't talked about previously. Mm. However, this item that we have got to kick things off, I think is really incredibly exciting. It's very fun. It's very intriguing. I cannot say enough good things about what WWE have done with the White Rabbits. Mm. I love this so unequivocally love this so much and it's fascinating because this uh this is the talking point of this week's episode yeah of the review it wasn't even on the show but it sort of was that's the thing and that's what i love about yeah. this so if you've been if you haven't paying attention or you've you know not been with the wrestling news or you haven't seen people talk about this online mm. i don't blame you for that either because it's not a huge part of the show yeah this is this sort of like easter egg it is an easter egg but it's to hype up either a debut or a return or a new character. An evolution. New, an evolution yeah, yeah, yeah. or something along these lines. And I love, it's all being done through social media. Yeah, but which is exciting. Not through WWE social media. It's being done through fans' social media. So what WWE have been doing at the last few shows they've done. The live shows. The live shows. Yeah. Is during a commercial break, they dip the lights down and they play White Rabbit by Jefferson Airplane. Mm -hmm. And they ask the fans or people in the audience, to turn their uh, phone lights, their torches on, yeah. on their phone. Just like we used to do for Bray Wyatt's old yeah. Wyatt family Very entrance. Classic, yeah. And people just do it. And then what you get are people recording themselves doing this, and then sharing that online, being like, we were asked to do this. They mm. played this song, and then we recorded this. What do you think this means? Very organic. It's completely organic. Mm. But manufactured by WWE. It's really smart. So, so smart. Because all it does is it creates this ripple effect across Twitter or Instagram or TikTok or whatever it is, where people are like, well, now I've got to go to the next live show so I can be part of mm. this. And what does it all mean? And it's created a lot of fan speculation about, is it Bray Wyatt? Is it Karrion Cross? Because his old character was the White Rabbit mm -hmm. in, in Lucha Underground. Was it this? Was it that? The other? And it creates a huge amount of debate. And then on this episode of Raw... They had, during a backstage segment with Austin, Austin Theory, Theory yeah. looking at his briefcase and whatnot, I actually didn't catch this until sort of afterwards, 
a QR code appears on screen. Love a QR code. It's very clever because the thing about QR code, again, this organic thing, if you see a QR code anywhere, you're probably just going <laughs> to see where it goes. Like, well, it's just a very yeah. natural thing to want to do. Uh, okay, maybe I am old man here. Oh, I do all the time. But if I see a QR code, I'm just like, who's scanning QR codes in 2022? I am. Um, I don't have a QR sc scanner on my phone. It's just your camera. What? Do you not have... I have an iPhone. What do you have? I have an iPhone. You just hold up the camera. No. And it, it's a link. Does it really? Yeah. So, hang on. Grandad. So, so if I go to a QR code now, yeah. I just pick up my phone. Are you trolling me? No, I'm not. You're being deadly serious. So, me and my wife were at a bar in, um, uh, oh, I was a market. We were in London recently by Liverpool State. Spitalfields. Yes, we were in Spitalfields. Geography. And we went to a bar there. And it said, like, order via the, the app. The, yeah, and the QR code. And the QR code was there. Just Me and my wife it. spent a good 20 minutes trying to download a QR code scanner so that we could download it. And then all it took was to do was a smegging app. I was like, well, I could have just got that from the app store. And it took us... Luke. In the end, I just went to the bar and placed my order. Luke, <laughs> yes. you just open your camera and you just hold it to the QR code and it registers a code and there's a link and you click the link. Through the camera Through app. the camera app. Just the camera. Well, I have learned something. Am I alone? Is, is, is anyone else's mind... Boggling at that. How is, how is the chat? This is too much. Right? Oh, okay. Well, the chat appears to all know this as well. This is I basic did, stuff. I did not know this. I Lucia. still thought you had to have a QR code scanner app in order to scan a QR code. You're going to... Re I'm retracting your doctorate for the next hour. <laughs> Unnecessary. That, no, out. But, but let's bring it back. I got my, my phone out. Held and, up to my telly. And you scanned it. And it takes you through to a WWE.com link. It's yep. called WWE.com forward slash come with me. Yeah. And it plays this little video of a white rabbit jumping through a hole. It does do that. And then it has a hangman game. Yeah. And the hangman game is three letters. And the clue is who killed the world. Yeah. And this little white rabbit jumps along. I thought I got to play the game. Yeah, first. I did too. I was, was taking along. I was, I was like, trying to type Vince. Yeah. <laughs> <Just like, laughs> the little plays a video and it. Goes across some letters, some of them are right, some of them aren't. The answer is, you did. You did. And the other letters that were selected spelled out, sorry from others, demon. Oh, I didn't see It's like see the it. first five letters that he picked were D-E-M-O-N. Oh, that, I didn't even think about looking at that. So it's demon. So there's something like, you know, there's another yeah, extra yeah. clue there. And then it ends with 9.23. And because Americans are backwards... Yeah. You flip that round, 29th of, of September. 23rd of, of uh, September. Yeah, which is Friday. Which is this Friday. Yeah. So, and apparently someone else said that they saw on uh, Reddit that at 9.23 on the West Coast, there was someone in the crowd holding up a sign with that QR code on Stop it. Stop it. Which This is delicious. Another now, level. And I, 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 I've said it again. I cannot say enough good things about this. I loved anything where it's this level of like, it's, it's the same thing when you're a fan of anyone who, I, I think I might have mentioned it a couple of weeks ago, Lost. If you're a fan of Lost, there was a lot of little details in there, always in the background feed. Marvel fans, Easter eggs all over the place. I love an Easter egg. I love anything that is that level of intricate. So the idea, the, the idea that at 9.23 they had someone in the crowd holding up mm -hmm. that QR code is so delicious. It's why, even with the, the Loomis stuff, yeah. you know, and actually... I now do have a question. Do you remember that first episode that Dexter Loomis was on? Mm -hmm. um, great day. Great return. Where there was um, stuff going on in the background of all the all the shots. And then at one point, uh, I think it was Alexa and, and I think it was Bianca and Friends were yeah. walking down and then like someone <laughs> bashes them. And it's like, okay, but then yeah. they're going to carry on and get... Oh, no, it was Damage Control. Yeah. It was Damage Control walking. Um, and then, you know, a couple of weeks ago, we had a car overturned and we've like... Well, that was that's the Braun Strowman thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, this is it. There's these little bits and bobs all over the joint that is like 
And previously, and like the the another great example of this is the Johnny Gargano return mm. came off the back of, and they don't do this very often. And this is like, and I think why they did this, it was like best Instagram posts of the week. Mm. And so I'm there being like, don't really care about this. Yeah. Turn to my laptop, typing up some notes and stuff. Maybe I'll go check Twitter or whatnot while I look at a picture of, I don't know, someone yeah. I don't care about in NXT or whatnot. And then all of a sudden, Johnny Gargano's back. It's a way to make you as a viewer not take your eyes off the product. You, yeah. You constantly have to keep your eyes on things. Because I missed this Austin Theory thing. I missed yeah. this QR code. Yeah. Because I just saw Austin Theory. Too. And I went to my nose, Austin Theory backstage. Da -da 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 -da. Something so later on, I find out about this QR code mm. thing. And that's now on me mm. for not paying attention. And it's that's anything, great. It's, it's anything can happen. The, the whole line at the beginning of the video, anything can happen in the World Wrestling Federation. Like, anything can happen. If you want to create that idea of you can't want to miss this, you don't, you, sorry, you don't want to miss this. You need to be creating those moments that insist that your audience are watching. Oh yeah, that's really smart. I love. I'm it. into it. Yeah, I, and I thought this is this is really really great. I thought the video itself was really cool. Yeah, and I actually like so Angela Hobby Night mm -hmm. or from Hobby Night. She was at the show last <laughs> night, and okay. she sent me a video. Like one of the first things I got this morning, she sent me a video of the crowd doing the White Rabbit thing, and like. Because they're just playing the audio as well. And it's like, not the music. It's just the, it's just just the, the music. It's yeah. just the lyric. Yeah. Just going around like, feed your head. And all of that stuff. And it's such a wicked song anyway. When you take the music away, it actually becomes really intense. Because yeah. essentially, she's just screaming at you. And yeah. it's just, it's very like, uh, now, I, I have to get a little bit careful. Because the last time I got this hype from White Rabbit by Jefferson Airplane, it was for The Matrix Resurrections and that didn't go very well. <laughs> like, they used that very effectively in the trailer and I was so into it. That oh, it was yeah. all I listened to for about a week. But what a film. It certainly was a film. Um, <laughs> I can say that here um the um yeah i don't know i find uh I, i'm just i'm into the speculation i'm into the fun i'm into the um the, the do you have a theory as to who do you think it's carrying cross i don't think it's carrying cross but it's got the little <clears throat> hourglass in the corner as well i mean that's actually a very interesting point apparently carrying yeah. cross has said on twitter like a lot of the clues are pointing to me but it is not me better mm. tune in to find out who it is but I know a lot of people are like really diving into this. It's Karrion Cross because he had a similar thing. He had to use this name in a, in a different thing, yeah, right? Sure. Yeah. So I guess like a lot of people are really jumping onto it's him. If it's Karrion Cross, it doesn't make any sense to me. Why? Because we've already had him return. This is true. This is true. This is that. That's the best argument I've heard against it being Karrion Cross because yeah. you have the White Rabbit, Lucha Underground. In the fact that it's got that tiny little timer, the yeah. not timer, that hourglass, which is very much Karrion Cross. Yeah, and Scarlet. TikTok, there which it is. hourglasses don't do. On the clock, but yeah. your body don't stop. No, oh, 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 oh. Kesha, 2010. <laughs> um, but yeah, like so there's a lot pointing to Karrion Cross. I think the only argument I've heard against it is the fact that he's already there. Then again, it might just be a case of like affirming the character. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I, like to what end, I suppose? Like mm. I, I feel like you're going to great lengths here. And like, I, I don't want this to sound like I'm going to like, people are going to be disappointed no matter what happens. We're almost getting to the point now of hype where if it's not something like a Bray Wyatt or a WWE, like a big return or anything, that it'd be like, ah, that's hmm, it's, okay then. I a guess. similar thing I have with Sasha and Naomi though is, the, is we do tend to, we have a way as internet wrestling fans of whipping ourselves up yeah. to believing something's happening based on very little. And then when that doesn't happen, like we have no true confirmation or belief that Sasha and Naomi are in any way coming back. Like they apart seem from reports, quite yeah. apart from yeah, the occasional report here and there, but we don't have anything concrete. 
we, so when we get something and it's not what we want, it becomes a, it's Christian moment. You know yeah. what I mean? And so there's a That's little worry that we're say. so excited about Bray Wyatt and it's not Bray Wyatt. The thing itself still might be really cool and interesting, but we may not give it time because we've already decided it's going to be Bray Wyatt. So I always it's like to try bigger. and dampen ourselves. That's exactly bit. it. Christian Cage is the greatest example yeah. of this because AEW overhyped themselves mm. to be like, it's a Hall of Fame class, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh my God, there's going to be some huge name coming in. And then it's Christian, and it's like, well, this is great. Don't diss Christian. I was like, well, this is great because it's Christian. Yeah. But also, it's like you presented it. You with. presented it as something way bigger than mm. Christian is. And that's nothing against Christian. Christian's amazing. Yeah. But it was like a, oh my god, who's going? Ah, okay, yeah, that's fine. Mm. And I actually, they had the same thing at Forbidden Door when Danielson couldn't wrestle, and he was like, I've got a suitable replacement for it. Everyone assumed it was Claudio, but then there was people like, I mean, it could be Gresham. Yeah. And you know, we had this conversation in the office, and people were like. If it's Gresham, then that's cool. But it's not. But it's okay that yeah. it's Gresham. But if it's Claudio, then that's something that's amazing. Mm. And I think that's what we've got here. Like, if it's Bray, oh, man, that's so cool. It's amazing. But if it's Karen Cross, I saw someone theorizing it could be Mustafa Ali. Because yeah. Ali's whole hacker gimmick was very Matrixy, And yeah, the whole point true. of the Matrix is following the white, the white rabbits. Rabbit. There's a lot of circles, which was, you know, Ali's whole deal. Yeah. And I think like if it's Ali, yeah, that's really cool. What a cool new direction for Ali. But also, like, have we overhyped ourselves into thinking it's something else? Mm. I I mean, when I got the the video from Angela, uh, I the first thing I said back to him, I was like, this is 100 percent Bray Wyatt. Right. Like this, everything about this, from the the video itself, the the lights, the way it's being presented, yeah. the way it's done through this organic social light. media thing, the red light. Yeah, the red light at the end. The the kind of the video itself the who killed the world you did it feels the like text, a very yeah, the yeah, text yeah. and everything everything is just sort of pointing towards it being bray and mm. we reports apparently that bray is on his way back and it really has got me kind of hyped it's made me really excited for this friday smackdown mm. i because i'm so curious i don't think he's debuting at smackdown i don't think he is like making his return but i think we're going to get the first real big tease of like on tv tease of what the next phase of this is going to be. Mm. Something pointed out next episode, next week's episode is like, or, you know, maybe save it until October. Mm. You know, you do it in sort of spooky, yuki Halloween season. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, uh, for me at the moment, I just feel like it's, it's bright. And I, you know, I know a few people as well pointing out it's rambling rabbits was part of yeah. this. This feels like a whole new character though, kind of in the same way that the fiend was an evolution of the Bray Wyatt's character. Mm. I feel like this now feel, if it's Bray, it'll be an evolution of what the fiend did. So I don't think it's just, it's rambling rabbits again. Mm. I don't know. It's, it's, I mean, the, the other thing is like, yes, there's a lot of Bray imagery here, but it's, it, he's not the only one who's had this kind of, you know, uh, hint laden intro. I mean, I always think of Chris Jericho. It's not Chris Jericho, but I, I'm, I'm not even thinking, could you imagine? I'm not even thinking it's Chris Jericho or anything like that, obviously, for obvious contractual reasons. However, he always had that kind of, there was the Sables thing, there was the... Um, uh, do you remember that weird one where there were, there were two kids and everyone thought that the girl was supposed to represent Stephanie McMahon and he was going to become? Do you remember this? God, it was his third return. Yeah, and it was like it was it was a very like white background and and these kids in school. There was a really sad looking like Voldemort looking boy, and then um, there was a girl who was like whispering in his ear. It was all kids are creepy. It was the kids mm -hmm. are creepy mode of thinking yeah. back in like he's here. Hate that stuff. <laughs> um, but like that, he he always had that kind of thing as well. So it's it's not necessarily just because it's creepy, just because it's a bit kooky, just because it's a even the, down to the song. It it does 
seem wiety, but it might not be. And I just don't want people to get so carried oh, yeah. away that if something completely fresh and completely new and completely exciting happens, if it is a carry and cross or if it's someone else entirely, I just don't want it to be a damp squib because we got so excited. I want to yeah, give yeah. it the opportunity to be something cool. It, ha- it has been fun so far. Yeah, and that's the that, that's the point I was sort of making earlier is like if it's not brain, it's a new character or something. Like if it comes, you know, if it is Mustafa Ali, my mm. first thought will be like, well, that's cool. That's a cool yeah. new direction for Ali. But there will be that. They have back. to back it up. They've got to back it up yeah. and they have got to, you know, follow up on the promise that they have kind of given to us. Well, you know, the excitement they've given to us here. Because I think this is genuinely exciting. Yeah. And that's also why I don't think it's carrying cross because this the amount of effort you're going to here doesn't feel like for someone who's already returned has already had a match but I suppose in he's not ring. really returned all... with any he's returned and, and, and with he's, a he's, slight he's, agenda but not necessarily with any he started a feud he's got his whole Spice, thing like, I suppose. He, like when he attacks people the camera cuts to black and white like i feel yeah, like that's he's already established who he is on the main roster yeah. that we don't need to introduce this that. another side to it particularly in in this way as well mm. like i think they would have just done you know some stuff on tv for him but the fact that they're going to such lengths to try and do this as a fan groundswell thing yeah makes me think it has to be something either someone new someone returning or a big character change for someone who's already there yeah yeah i see that yeah mm. i mean i'll tell you what should we have a poll on the can i think i believe mod mother is on stream today so mod mother can we have a poll please of who do you think the white rabbit is can we have carrying cross bray white other other i the i would go i like a poll mm-hmm. i like to just get involved yeah you, you know you see options. something you click it so i tend to just click the third one so that i can see what everyone else does but that always skews it because it means that the one that wins is other so um i'd be very interested to see yeah how the poll would go uh i am also going to do a quick test here i, I googled the qr code mm. dan so let me try this thing now please let me turn my uh my airplane mode off my jefferson airplane mode. hey off. very strong Thank i like that much. okay here we go everybody well, let's welcome Luke into the year 2022. Yeah, hold on. So if I so I've, I've opened up my camera. Just a camera. Just yeah. hold it towards the. Don't do anything to it. Bang. What? Click it. Click it. Yeah. No. Wow. Consent. You successfully scanned QR code. I don't think that is the QR code. Here is the actual one, but that's got a little dinosaur. Oh, you no. might have just scanned oh, the QR code. People are just people are trying to troll me online. Look, there's the guy in the crowd. Scan that at exactly nine twenty three. A guy with a QR code walked across screen. Right, okay, let me try to go back to camera. Uh, oh, okay, there, oh, focus, 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 focus. Oh, it might not be it, high def enough. Oh, damn it! But anyway, I mean, I just, point is, you just seen that it. Works. I just seen that it works. So, can yeah. you do that one? No, it's just trying to focus on Austin it's Theory. Yeah, there phase. it is. There it is. You see. Yeah. Trust. Right. But you've seen it. I've seen it. It works. I believe you. Dan. Yeah. I absolutely believe you. I am so young. <laughs> also, um, and I, I am not a petty person. No, but I, had a, I am. I had a lot of people have a pop at me for saying that the crowd was dead on this show. Oh, I've, I've written that down. Yeah. At certain points. People said to me, I was like, I cannot believe you said that. They chanted, this is awesome on several occasions. They chanted, who's your daddy? Mm. The, apart from the, I said, apart from that heat for Dom, which was insane. Oh, tasty. Tasty. But then within the Ray Riddle match, there was a moment in it that I wrote down where I was like, where'd they go? Yeah. And, and you're looking at them and they're just like, and that's the match's fault, I will say first. Yeah. So I got a, a, you know, people being like, I can't believe you said the crowd was dead. You're just looking for a reason to hate. Mm. I've just had a report again from 
Angela, who was there live, saying, the crowd was dead all night. You were right in your review. So, Ooh. vindication Ooh. for Daddy Luke. <laughs> Goodness. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well. HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Uh, anyway, should we get into what you guys think while the poll is currently live? Um, I'm going to give a quick shout out as well to moderator Rob. Moderator Rob. Robinator. Maybe. Hello. Um, Robberator, who has put together today's doc. Old chat doc. And he has done it. You won't be able to see this on camera. In spooky, scary spooky font. Little White Rabbit font, which we, we both opened this doc and went, oh, brilliant. You see, really well done. Is that attention to detail? There'll be other members of this team that would see that and be like, Rob, just put it in Helvetica. <laughs> just put it in Times New Roman. Here on the Raw Review. <laughs> just, not, 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 but an aerial, if, if you must. <laughs> we appreciate this level of fontry. Uh, Hector Rodriguez has been a member for nine months in a row. Uh, he said, I've been a member for seven months, but if the White Rabbit does signal Bray's return, does that mean that Rambling Rabbit was the one that possessed Ray? I've got to say, I do feel like the idea of um, a rabbit-esque fiend I don't feel good about it it's no, just something yeah. about it just I don't know if it would be like a bit a bit too gimmicky for me I know that's stupid for a Bray Wyatt character okay but here's the thing 
do you reckon like, Bray Wyatt appears like feels to me like the sort of guy that in 2001 would have got a Donnie Darko tattoo. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> That's what it is. I don't want that. I actually went to school with a guy that, that did that, had like the full Donnie Darko time thing tattooed on down his forearm. Oh dear. Hey, do you know what? It's still a good movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, but, the, the follow up on the sequel, less but, so. <laughs> Donnie Darko, Donnie Darkest. <laughs> S. Darko. Um, Valab Mavadipundi has been a member for 17 months Goodness in a row. Gracious. So that I'm ready for Brazer Malice in Wonderland Arc. There's been also a lot. This is the other thing that people have been sharing in the clips. There's been an awful lot of Alice references with Bray. And yeah. I. I it's written in Warrington, which is where I'm from. Mm. So we have a big statue of the Mad Hatter Tea Party. So oh. I get very fond of anything even vaguely related to Alice in Wonderland. So I, I've been loving it on that element. Have um, have you ever heard the Alice in Wonderland audiobook no. read by Scarlett Johansson? <gasps> no. It's too sexy. But I have listened to, when I was little, I used to listen to the audiobook of, the, it was uh, Joanna Lumley reading the Jabberwock. Uh, there was, so well, I and, to, and it's too sexy. It's too sexy. But she used to say, would Gaia and Gimbal in the wave. And so for me, for a really long time, Joanna Lumley was the, in fact, still is the Gaia and Gimbal lady. Um, so yeah, that's yeah. just my little Alice in Wonderland tale. I would, I would highly recommend Scarlett Johansson reading Alice in Wonderland. Please. But it's, it is, Let's it's, do it. It's a, it's a bit sexy, but you know, hey. What isn't? What isn't these days? <laughs> <laughs> Hawk the Outcast 823. While Carrion was the White Rabbit in Lucha Underground, I don't see the end game of it being this mysterious after he's returned to TV. Likely Bray Wyatt, unless we're completely barking up the wrong tree and it's Butcher and the Blade and the Bunny. I don't know. <laughs> no, you are right. I, I, you said it. The Hawk is the same. It, it, it was also so recently that Carrion came back to TV. It's yeah. not like, I mean, and they could have held him off a bit longer. Other than making that big splash and getting people talking about the show, the argument is that you know you could have held off a little bit longer if you wanted yeah, to exactly. in this way. So I do see I do take that point. I'm still personally that that little hourglass is is it's too on brand for someone's current gimmick mm -hmm. for it to do you know what I mean for oh, it yeah. someone else. That's where I go. Blakey said I don't think it's crossed because he put out a tweet that was the whole emoji a rabbit emoji then a question mark below the whole emoji. I think he's saying who's down the rabbit hole. He then said he's not the one we should be suspecting wait and see. But do you remember when Jericho spent ages saying I'm not coming back to WWE I'm not coming yeah, back to yeah. and then did. And then like did. I, I don't know people can be trying to throw you off the scent kind of because we all get too excited and ahead of ourselves. Yeah. So it's, it's almost like trying to encourage us to not think it is so that when we get it we still have that i knew it was you kind of thing you know may maybe he's just playing us carry me out 42 said do you remember that concept out of bray doing a demonic pig mask representing huskers the pig that was released a couple of years ago i think the upcoming years will see incarnations of those puppets on tv maybe bray having multiple personalities i had actually mm, forgotten about I that had too. but now with the you know i kind of dismissed the rambling rabbit thing earlier mm. But I might be completely off base yeah. with that. I'd forgotten about that Huskers thing. Yeah, it was really cool as well. Like, I, I, I these things creep me out. As, as a big horror nerd that I am, like that, that is right up my alley. And as a big wet blanket, these things really scare me. <laughs> Did you listen to the Alice in Wonderland? <laughs> yeah, Scarlett Johansson scares me. I haven't told you this. Um, I used to hide from the Undertaker when he was on TV. Oh yeah, I was that level of scared. Uh, and Planet Dan ASMR said, "I think it is Bray Wyatt. Maybe he and Cross are going together, or he's coming for Cross." Also, did you maybe think he was talking to WWE saying that the whole world had it in their hands in Bray and then they released him and that was them killing the world. That's delicious. That's I'm so nice. That. Yeah. That's great. Yeah, yeah. That's really strong. All I'm saying is that if it is Bray Wyatt, have him be on Raw because 
I review that show. <laughs> <laughs> so purely for you. Purely selfishly for me. Yeah. SmackDown's already got all the things I like. It, it does have it's a lot. It's got Drew. It's got Hit Row. It's got, got the Usos. Yeah. It's got the Brawling Brutes. Give me all the things well, I want on my show. We had the Brawling Brutes this week as well. I like Seamus. I like Seamus on my sorry, show. Buddy. Well, you got a little bit of Seamus. I did. With, I did, the, with the punching. I did get a little bit, yeah. Uh, but anyway, thank you so much uh, for those ultra chats. Please do get more of them in to resttalk.com forward slash support. We'll read out every single one of them, but the five US dollars and your Canadian or Australian ones don't want them. Thanks uh, before the end of the show. Also, Dan, yes. I, uh, do you know what I like? To, to try and soothe this croaky voice that I have. It's very, so it could be Barry White if you wanted to. I, I am, yeah, I'm, I had a bit of a cold over the weekend. Yeah. I've now recovered from said cold. But when your voice is still a little bit, yeah. Yeah, I need to, I need We've a, all been there. I need a lot of lubrication on the old voice today. I did the rushes for the news and I was like, uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> I once came downstairs, my friend is a, a uh, animator and, and likes voice actors who can do some stuff. I came down once with my Barry White voice after having had a cold and he was like, can you keep this? I was like, no. I try. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, but anyway, no. What I do like is beer to soothe my yes. to, uh, soothe my voice, soothe a nice my nice chilled beer. Exactly, a nice chilled beer, and I could get eight of those for free. Hang on a second. Yeah. I, well, I don't believe you, even though you told me about it, but twenty minutes ago. Yeah. Like no, no, but legit though. Eight. Eight. Craft beers. Yeah. For free. For free. All I had to do was pay for the post and packaging. Hang on. Tell me more things like that. It Where came, can I find that? Oh, beer52.com forward slash wrestle talk. Thank you. Thank it, you for that. It came straight to my front door. I didn't even have to go out and get it. I just clicked the link on an excellent podcast. And then I, I, I then went through that link. I put my details in. I paid for that post and packaging. And it arrived to my front door. What a modern world we live in. What's and next? Being able to get QR codes on your phone. And then I enjoyed it while watching Celebrity MasterChef. Oh, brilliant. I'm still not caught up with Celebrity <gasps> MasterChef. Oh, that's so good. Because the, well, there was the Liz. Yeah, look at the queen and that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, you know, I run out of time to watch other things. I've just well, been I sat would... in front of my telly crying into my Charles and Diana mug. Such a such a long funeral. Oh, so long. <laughs> Do you know, did you watch the BT Sports stream or did you watch a naughty stream? Uh, we watched it on BBC. Okay, right. No, no, I'm talking about Raw, not the Queen. Oh, sorry. <laughs> did you watch the BT Sport coverage of the Queen's funeral? I, well, I, <laughs> I mean, they had like Peter Crouch and Paul Scholes. Like, yeah, she really like the the, the four four three formation she had behind the <laughs> the coffin was. I mean, it, it's classic, but know, it's what you need sometimes. Yeah, I've always thought that William was a tapping merchant. You know, it was a no. I'm, did you? Watch? I mean, dude, it was on Babe Station. Like, <laughs> it wasn't on Babe. It was. Station. They all had live coverage. Oh of it. no, that's devastating. <laughs> Um, well, I mean, the, it's what she one of the trickier wanks, I suppose. <laughs> Foul! No, I meant raw. I watched the BT. I was watching it live last night because yeah. uh, I'm a nocturnal animal. Um, and because it was the Queen's funeral yesterday, for our international viewers, there were no adverts in the it UK out of a sign of respect because the Queen notably hated advertising. So uh, she would never take a spawn. No. She never did. Even in her Queen's vlogs at Christmas, she never took a spawn. Uh, this year, we are brought to you by Beer 52. I would have oh. loved, wouldn't you have watched that? Beer52.com forward slash the Queen. The Queen, yeah. Um, anyway, no. So there were no adverts, which meant that um, Raw for me was like five to seven minutes of action and then two minutes just sat there quietly while a picture of the queen was on screen with some plinky plunky music behind it in place of the ad breaks uh, it was a very strange experience i watched on bt sport this morning yeah you know, you know the you forward 30 yeah, the yeah, forward yeah. 30 but then i'm like ah, the queen's still there forward yeah. 30, yeah. Ah, the queen's still there. <laughs> I, just imagine me at one in the morning sat quietly in my living room staring at the queen <laughs> just like 
<laughs> I guess I'll pour a drink then. Uh, yeah, it was very weird. Very weird. Beerfitnessy.com forward slash rest talk. Get yourself eight free craft beers on us. All you've got to do is pay for that sweet ass post and packaging. Uh, right, let's get into this episode of Raw. Uh, it kicked off with the United States Championship match between Seth Rollins and Bobby Lashley. Open. Hot way to open this. You opened with a title match, which is a lesson you could have learned on uh, my GM. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to, ah, but my goal was I had to it. schedule a run-in on a champion. Yeah, well, and that was the only thing that went wrong for you. I would say everything else is swimming. Uh, clearly, clearly. Yeah, and we all remember King Nakamura's famous <laughs> Infamous heel, heel right? turn. Yeah. Um, there's open with the United States Championship match. Seth Rollins, Bobby Lashley, hot way to open this show. But I will say, like, you look how the reaction that Bobby was getting mm. a few months back. Like, I remember that the match he had with Tommaso Ciampa uh, for the title. And like, me and Ollie were just like, God, put the belt on Ciampa. Like, really establish yourself. Trips is like this new creative direction mm. you're going with. And then I heard the reaction that Champa didn't get, and I heard the reaction that Bobby got, and I was like, oh, no, you better keep that belt on Bobby. Like, mm. That man's over like Rover. Not so much here now. And I feel that's because he hasn't done anything. Right? He's just defended his title in other people's feuds. And I think his matches have been sort of good. Yeah, good. Fine, dependable. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, there was there was absolutely a moment where he was on fire. Remember that time he, like, grabbed the WWE title from someone in the crowd and was like, I'm coming yeah. for this, like, this whole thing. He had a lot of energy and a lot of hype. And I do like the idea of just a champ going around being the champ, come at me. But needs to have a little something fire. And you're right, defending it against people who are in other feuds. That's where this came apart for me a little bit. Because um, I'm standing there looking at Seth Rollins and Bobby Lashley. I'm like, this is a main event caliber match, and it's for the title. If you give this a little build could be quite tasty but it's the opener so i'm inevitably thinking i don't think either of these people are gonna lose mm. like who's gonna take the l here i'm a bit curious about it and then we got an up and down match i thought yeah it was like i think they did stuff there was one bit where i was really into it and I'm, can i can i please be pedantic for a second please like, do on the, uh, if i can be pedantic on main so Something really good happened. I'm, I'm a big fan of ring psychology on a basic level because I believe that you should be able to just tune into any wrestling show and be able to figure out the story of the match within the match. Who's good, who's bad, what's going on and why. And this happened. So Rollins goes for a stomp and he can't get it because it's too early in the match. He did a couple of relatively soft super kicks. And then when he goes for the stomp, Lashley's upper body strength stops him from being able to do it. Um, we come back from the break and Seth is working on Lashley's arm which I think is great. That's really smart. It's like, okay, so I can't take it now because he's quite strong. His finishing move is the Hurt Locker. He needs both of his you know, mm -hmm. arms. I'm going to take his arms out. Great. Fantastic. Brilliant in-ring psychology. Cut back from the next... Like, they even point out, sorry, they even point it out on commentary. They're even going like, oh, really taking that arm out? He's uh, Cut back from the next one. Not only is Bobby fine, commentary go, yeah, remember that arm thing? No, it's fine now. Anyway, let's carry on. And I'm like, what? You just undercut it completely. And then we get a run-in. Yeah. And I was cross. Yeah, so Rollins ran down at the end, caused the distraction. Riddle. Oh, sorry, yes. Riddle ran yeah. down and caused the distraction. Can mark that up. Distraction number one yeah. for the evening. Was repaying back the distraction from last week. Exactly, yes. And also, you can make an argument that it was effective because Bobby still won and Rollins got a, it was a, not a clean win. Yeah. Uh, and it was it was almost like, you know, Rollins had gone to cheat because he just hit the low blow. So it was like Riddle being great like, ref no, no, bump. no. Great ref bump, uh, yeah, great really low blow spot. Yeah. Actually, thought the pedigree spot was oh, great yeah, as well. Great. Like They teased the pedigree and then Bobby went to hit the spear and he reversed it into, into the pedigree. pedigree. I thought that was really good. Like really woke the crowd up yeah. to be like, 
whoa, that was little, great. Little, little bursts in yeah, there. Yeah, really good. Unfortunately for me, and this is this is for me, all completely undercut by a run-in. I think run-ins inevitably are cheap for me. I do not like them. I think they're really irritating. Yeah. And well, I, I think, wouldn't watch Dynamite if I were you. Well, <laughs> I don't like them. I just find them quite irritating. <laughs> like for a match. This is it. And it's just like... It, it it makes me feel like I shouldn't care about the rest when when you've already when Saxon has already undercut me with the psychology by telling me to not worry about the arm anymore. Then when you get a run in, and it's like Lashley Lashley's incidental. He's there celebrating his win, but he doesn't matter. I don't know. It just didn't vibe for me. Yeah, it did pay back slightly later on in the evening. Um, I just wonder could, instead of this being a title match, could this have been a number one contenders match? Yeah, so that it's a not a championship contenders match, if you will. Thank you very much for. A shot at Lashley's like it could it could it have been we don't have an on screen uh, official do yeah, we? we have Adam Pearce is he on Raw as well I thought it was just I mean, well it was he used to be across both threads yeah. but I suppose in the trips era he's only on SmackDown and he's only really bothering with Ronda Rousey if we had a GM well, that's true is a bit preoccupied if we had a GM or someone like that who was like oh, you want a shot at a title granted you got let's let's put you in a, a number one contenders match next week with AJ for instance mm-hmm. just to pluck a name out of, of complete thin air and then Rollin, uh, Riddle costs Rollins that match instead of it being a title match. I don't know. This was me. I recognise I'm probably being a bit of a grumpus, but it made me cross. I thought, I thought the match was fine. Mm-hmm. Good match. Um, and it was, it you know, got Champ got another one on TV. I'm just looking for Bobby to have a story. Mm-hmm. And it's the same mm-hmm. problem I got with Wardlow on AEW. Yeah. Like he had that, he's had that title for fucking months and has done diddly dick with and it. And Trips has been trying to build the US title back. They had that amazing package on his mm-hmm. first episode. Yeah. Of like, this is why the US title's cool. They had the four way contenders match. Yeah, yeah. It was that great. That was that great. I was a great match with with Champa. Oh, it was amazing. Um, There's always good matches with Bobby. Yeah, always good, reliable. It's just that, like you know, when you hear the crowd reaction here, maybe there was just the crowd though. Maybe mm. it was specifically this crowd because this crowd was, I would say, not a great crowd all night. With the they, they had of, moments, especially with that Dominic man. We'll get to later. Um, Damage control uh, arrived in control. a limo, and then they had a championship celebration. Uh, I didn't get to use this in my review, so I will use this here now. They came out on the Bailey Cart sixty four, and <laughs> I wrote down Mexicals. Um, <clears throat> I did love. I love them arriving in a limo. I yeah, missed the days great. of people arriving in a limo late to the show. Yeah, slightly undercut them by then getting into Bailey Cart sixty four. Why would but... they get into the Bailey Cart sixty five? That makes no sense to me. But sure. But yeah, it was fine. I my favorite thing about this was commentary pretending like they didn't lose the finals of I... the tournament. You missed a bit because I wrote down in all caps, Saxton must be stopped. Because not only had he undercut my Bobby Lashley armoring psychology, which I was very pleased with, he then also, he, he was like, they've had a difficult time have damage control, but they're just about getting back on track. And I'm like, no, present them as a dominant force. Pretend it didn't happen. We don't care. Like, I just, uh, it got my nerves that they're coming to the ring for this big celebration. They're supposed to be the big heel faction. And Saxton's being like, well, they've had a struggle. No, Saxton, shush! I was gonna say, like, I, I felt the commentary were like, they've owned this division since SummerSlam, and I was like, good, let's just let's lie. Let's pretend. Let's I, pre- I want them to lie. Pretend that the loss never happened because mm. they should have just won the tag titles in the end of the for the tournament. So yeah, fine. Um, I, I'm much happy to ignore that. Uh, some your local sports team stuff. And <laughs> yeah, well, then, Bailey's from San Jose, so like, it, yeah. it's allowed. But also, it's just case. you know, it's WWE. Yeah. Actually, it's wrestling. Your local sports team mm. is you know, it's par for the course. Uh, and then uh, Bianca Belair and friends came out, and Bailey essentially buries this storyline by saying, "Why are you two here?" Which this is where I started to go, "Ooh!" And I was quite pleased uh, because not only did she do that, we had Dakota 
say that Alexa had been lobotomized. Yep. And then we had Bailey go, you used to be something, mate. Yeah. Which, really good for this. Like, good character for her yeah. this episode. One appearance on this episode of Raw Review for me. And I've already opened some doors to get Alexa back in there talking about it. Clearly, Trips was watching last week when we started our petition to get Alexa free from the sunken place. Oh, dude, I actually I'm pretty sure the Trips is watching this because I had a real okay. beef with the fatal four way number one contention for the tag titles being mm. like three of the four teams. And this will have losing streaks. All three of those teams were taken out and winning teams were put in instead. There you go. There you go. He's watching. He He's likes watching. It. He loves to see it. And I'm pleased that we had then that moment of. Bailey literally being like, you used to really be something. Pointing out the ridiculousness of her still holding a lily, right? Why is lily there? Why? We've moved on from that. But like, I just loved... Um, sorry, no offense. She's behind she, us. Well, yeah, she, she's she, watching. And she's apparently bites. Well, she, so. uh, clearly. A steel back there. Know, teeth keep falling out. Um, but yeah, I, I liked that Bailey was, was encouraging her. There was a little hint of something maybe more with Alexa. For me, I was like, is she going to join damage control? The idea of Bailey being this person that saves people who have either been overlooked or sort of mm. lobotomized, as, as Dakota was saying, you know, I'm kind of intrigued. I, I, I was into that. So maybe we'll save all the Alexa chat for, yeah. for the main events because yeah. there's, there's actually some things that tie into uh, the White Rabbits, mm. which we discussed at the start of this. So we'll come back to this. Um, Are there? Well, I'll get to that in a, in a, in a moment when we get to the ends. Fan theories and all that. They're here. <laughs> Sorry if you heard all the distracting noise. Um, but yeah, it is set up a match between Bliss and Bailey later on tonight. We then got Austin Theories versus Kevin Owens. Um, but again, good match. It's all right. Mm. A bit like the match they had a couple of weeks ago. Totally fine action. Mm -hmm. I think Theory is really good. Kevin Owens is great. It didn't quite live up to the hype that the promo from last yeah. week set up, however. Yeah. It's almost like, um, actually, an example of this, probably on a much larger scale, was the, the promo that... The Pinnacle and uh, Inner Circle did the week before Blood and Guts mm. made me be like, oh, dang, I've got to see that Blood and Guts match. Mm. And the match didn't quite live up to that promo. Mm. And then I was like, ah, eh, the promo was better than the match in the end. Kind of the same thing here. Always the way that. Like this promo, the promo that Kevin Owens did last week was so great. And theory selling of it was so great. But I don't feel like any of that really played into this match. Mm. Instead, what played into this match was Johnny Gargano interfering. Another run-in. Another run-in. Stealing away the briefcase, which distracted Theory. This one's slightly less irritating to me than the one... Like, only marginally less irritating. Number one, it wasn't a title match. Number two, um, because we've already seen Theory and Owens, and it was a two delicious match. Yeah. So, like, I'm not necessarily that first. Also... This is a story about all three of them. Like Owens's fire promo last week was mm -hmm. talking about Johnny Gargano. People like me and Johnny Gargano. They've got um, a tag match next week against American Alpha, have, which I'm very excited oh, for. We great. had a Johnny Shush, a couple of moments of Johnny Shush, which I was thrilled with. Um, can I talk briefly about Kevin Owens's move set? Of course, you can. because oh my god, all of them. That Swanton is the most beautiful so thing good. I've seen since Jeff Hardy's early days. Yeah, like it's just like the 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 the. The thing with this one is you're holding your head up and then it's a last minute tuck. It's like um, Kurt Angle's beautiful moonsault, but mm -hmm. the other way around. Do you know what I mean? It's just so pristine. Love the pop-up Powerball. I think that for me is... Uh, the best finishes... So glad it's back. Yeah, me too, because the best finishes come out of nowhere. The idea that like the RKO out of nowhere, like the best moves, moves that finish a match, you can just do like that and then suddenly one, two, three. I think the pop-up Powerball is like that. I don't love the stunner. I'd rather he drop the stunner. I'd rather he point. drop the stunner, but, um, you know, whatever. I think he's got so many beautiful moves. He's such a... And he's a great performer. Mm -hmm. I love Kevin Owens. Yeah, he's uh, he's my favorite thing on Raw. Yeah, big time. But far and far and away, he's my favorite thing on Raw at the moment. Yeah. 
Um, I need to get him back into some Bloodline stuff. That's what I'd like. Mm. Um, maybe, well, he's mentioned it. Maybe War Games. Yeah. You know, um, that's, that's what we'll be talking about on Blackpool Content Club this week. It'd be War, War Games. games. Uh, we got a recap of Riddle and Rollins brawling last week in Judgment Day, offering Riddle a spot, and then Riddle had a chat with Kevin about Judgment Day, uh, and then we got a video for Roman Reigns and Logan Paul. So Roman Reigns is on SmackDown this week, and Logan Paul, uh, the big heel that he is, came out and cut a heel promo, is presented as the babyface. Roman Reigns came out and acted like a massive babyface, but is treated like the heel, and that's going to be the big match at uh, Crown Jewel. Sure. Look, it's a it's a Saudi show. Yeah, that's what you do at Saudi shows. You yeah. do bobbins main events <laughs> that you wouldn't do on home soil. But like it's Logan Paul and Jake Paul put out a tweet that was like, "Hey, two matches and you're already challenging for the Universal Title." The the doors we've opened. I'm just like that doesn't look as cool as you think. <laughs> like that, if anything, undercuts the entire point. It just makes it look cringe. And it's yeah. like I I get that it's Crown Jewel. It just makes me cross. It's like it's totally fine. It's a it's a Saudi show. He had it's, and the two matches he had were both tag matches where like he was yeah, and the singles decent. match. Did he have a singles match? Yeah, he had a singles match with Miz at SummerSlam. Oh, okay. I thought that was a tag match too. No, no, no. Maybe because it's just the heavy celebrity involvement. No one remembers anything from SummerSlam outside of the bulldozer there at the end is, with there Brock Lesnar yeah. uh, and damage control. Like, like it is it's a Saudi show. It's an absolutely fine thing to do at a Saudi show. The report is and it, this totally makes sense. It's what the crown prince wants. And the Saudi shows are just... And what, what the, the crown prince wants. It, because Saudi shows are my sweet 16, but for the, yeah. the Saudi prince. And so he wants this match. That's the match he's going to get. And then and we can just wait until Roman comes back and we do a proper match with him at Survivor Series. I hate to see it. I don't want this to happen. It makes me cross. Logan Paul is good on the mic, and I, I will give him that. I think he's... He's great as a heel. Yeah. He's a terrible baby face. Yeah. Yeah. almost one of the worst baby faces ever yeah well, being a baby face is very hard to do so particularly when you're a knob like yeah well there is. you go yeah. yeah yeah um then all of a sudden smackdown's brawling brutes came out love to see them don't mind it well don't the tag, mind it, the tag titles have no branding <laughs> but they're not tag champs no but they're gonna challenge for it exactly. they cut the same promo that drew basically did when yeah. smackdown's drew mcintyre appeared on raw was like hey if i had the belts i could just be on the show <laughs> <laughs> i was like i don't think you need the belts at yeah. this point brand split lol uh, they cut a bit of a promo. Crowd weren't really into them. Feels like the crowd aren't really that warm to the brawling boots, but they like Sheamus. Street Profits came out and that had a match. And a match where this was a match where this, this was the one that really stuck out to me for this crowd. Mm. You could hear a pin drop during a lot of this match. Honestly, like if someone coughed, you could turn around and see who it is. Mm. And then all of a sudden, Street Profits did a top row blockbuster and they started, This is awesome for five seconds. Right. I was like, Where have you been? And then I... that, five, that five seconds ended. Deadly silence again. Maybe they're like the Japanese crowd. You know the Japanese crowds who like pay very much attention and then once a break in, in play, they just give you a big claps and then they go mm. quiet again for most of the match and then they come back. Maybe maybe that's what San Jose is. Like, oh, yeah. Maybe it's the energy. I loved this match. They have, this, said, it, this they have me, said that San Jose was the Japan of America. The Japan of the Bay Area. Um, I personally thought this this match for me was the highlight of the show. I had a great time. I love tag team wrestling. Uh, I know I Trips like the brawling is a like tag team wrestling. I like the brawling brutes too. Straight I like profits rule. Profits. I like teams that are teams. I don't like teams. That are, that's why I, the women's division, tag division really upsets me because half the time it's just people who are thrown together. I like teams that, that go out there. They have moves established. They know what they're doing. They have their technique. I'm a big fan. I loved what they were doing. I loved that double Seamus uh, clubbing yeah. action. It was a lot of fun. Um, I, 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 I was into this in a big way. Yeah. Do you know what I love about this? And I, this is my biggest thumbs up I have for this episode because I thought this whole segment 
set out to achieve something and achieved it massively. Mm. Sure, the crowd went into it, but from a fundamental booking level, this everything here made sense. Yeah. Because they've got a tag title match yep. this coming Friday. So what do you do? You give them a big win here on TV, <laughs> excuse me, over a big team on a Raw. A big team. A big team. Street Profits, one of the most established teams yeah. in WWE. And the Brawling Brutes won here, clean as a sheet, yeah. which builds them up for their tag title match this coming Friday. Huge thumbs up for me. And Gives them wins and momentum. If you're trying to get them to be over without Sheamus, this is the way you do oh, it. You I have loved them put it. In a, a serious, I, I, I truly believe that the best way to get anybody over is to deliver in the ring. Like, ultimately, all the character stuff, all the promo stuff is, is another extra. If you are good in the ring, people will care. Yeah. So they delivered on that. Front. I loved this so much. I thought this was superb. Mm. Um, Ray cut a promo on Judgment Day. I think I've heard this promo from him every single week since, actually before Clash of the Castle, but now after Clash Can of the I Castle. Can I say something controversial yet, Brave? What's that? I don't think Ray's very good at cutting promos. <laughs> and I think for someone who's been around for as long as he has, he hasn't got very good at them at all. <laughs> Yeah, you know. <laughs> I, I mean, love his, eye, his eyes, though. Yeah, I mean, I've written here, Riddle walks in and lightens the mood a little <laughs> bit. <laughs> his son hit him in the face. I was going to say, Ray's just like, they took my baby boy, and Matt Riddle says, like, whacka whacka. Lots of Scooby Snacks. Yeah, he did that. Uh, speaking of whacka whacka, Owens and Gargano uh, got challenged by Alpha Academy for a match next week. Well, if it isn't, Johnny Shoosh, big fan. <laughs> and then they, the match is all made. And then Owens makes the realization next week's show is in Canada. In Edmonton, no less. It's in Edmonton. And the last time Chad Gable and Owens were in the ring together in, Ed in Canada, they had a terrible time. Yeah. So I was like, we get to do that again next week. And then Chad Gable was like, <laughs> two oh, weeks. Two weeks. We'll do it in two weeks. In time. Minnesota. In Minnesota. Yeah, that was a really, I had fun with that. Love that. Yeah, that was So great. something me and Ollie talked about, um, I love one of the big things that Trips has done is make the location feel like a yeah. big deal because raw is a bit homogenous really it's just could like, just be anywhere, could just be same, anywhere. With Smackdown, same with smackdown feel, yeah. could just be anywhere dynamite's got the same issue actually you could just be anywhere in the country they do a lot I, I i for the longest time thought dynamite was still in one place yeah, yeah. because they just make it all look exactly yeah. the same but like if you make the place and i think that's why aw do do well is they do a lot of their branded shows around like yeah. the location that they're in Arthur stadium yeah, yeah quaker yeah. lake you know, quaker lake and things like that so they got you know they make it feel like someone like even chad gable saying i got two weeks within minnesota like mm. you're announcing where you are in two weeks yeah make Makes it just feel like it's more of a traveling circus yeah as opposed to just being welcome to monday night it Rock. could be anywhere it could be anywhere so i thought that was great we then got judgment day versus matt riddle and ray mysterio however the big talking point here is judgment day cut the same promo that judgment day always cuts yeah finn literally quoted harry potter yeah what did he he literally quoted harry potter verbatim he wow. said it takes a lot of courage to stand up to your friends but no to stand up to your enemies but it takes even more to stand up to your friends he literally quoted harry potter mm. i was like Dumbledore Balor? Is that who you're being now? Fine. Um, and he, I mean, well, so Dumbledore was, you know, also, uh, yeah, he, he'd have a pride flag, wouldn't he? Dumbledore? Yeah. Big old guy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah so maybe Finn just sees some inspiration. Well, there you go. In that. Um, I, anyway, I said about, uh, like, you know, they're cutting this promo, which is just, we run this show. We run Monday Night Raw. We still don't really this, have a character This yet. is our show. Spooky jobber. Rhea Ripley. I made this boy a man. Mm. Yada, yada, yada. And it goes to Dom. I wrote my dear. Dom looks like he's about to bring me some extra breadsticks because my meal is going to be an extra 20 minutes. 
<laughs> John works at Olive Garden now. It does. He it's really does. He's got a little summer shirt. job. His little summer. Yeah, it is. It's a part-time job that it he really does after is. school. <laughs> his little, his crap mullets, his little terrible <laughs> facial hair. Mullet, he's got a slick back because he works in food. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, strong. So so it's going to be like, I'm so sorry. It's going to be another 20 minutes. <laughs> no, it's the promo he's cutting. But he goes to, the, he's got the breadsticks in his hand. Great. But for whatever reason, Dominic Mysterio just holding the microphone got nuclear, nuclear heat. heat. This was incredible. To the point where I was like, are they piping in extra booze? But they're reacting in the moment, like they're reacting to the crowd. This was, do you remember with Elias and Kevin Owens? Yeah, yeah, yeah. When all of a sudden, like they just mentioned your local sports team and it created this massive boo. But because the boo was so much bigger than they thought it was going to be, the crowd then just made it louder. Yeah. And then because they made it louder, they just made it even louder. This happened here. The crowd booed Dom. And then Rhea Ripley, Finn Balor, Damian Priest, hearing this, leapt upon it yeah. and just egged this crowd on more. Because it's del that's what you're looking for. That's exactly it. And the more that those three were hyping them up, the louder the booze got, the mm. louder the booze got. You couldn't hear Dom's promo. And Rhea Ripley's like, you're just going to have to talk over yeah. them. And Which is great. And boo even more. So the thing and he is said absolutely nothing this is the problem so he he the thing is with that kind of heat that's delicious that's exactly what you're looking for i think we as the, the audience have been desperate to boo dominic mysterio for the longest time because he's just been nothing and now we get the opportunity to boo we're gonna take it thank you very much it's not even like expat go away he it's very legitimate let's boo you and we're having a great time with it yeah unfortunately uh, Dom doesn't know how to cut a promo. Being a heel is considerably easier than being a face. It's it's like and and it's not that to it, it's, ball. You got to learn. You got to be good at it. But it's it's a lot easier. Um, he sort of delivered this really wooden promo, didn't say a lot, and then went away. So I'm hoping that he can he can use the confidence boost that he is inevitably going to get from having this nuclear heat. Yeah, and really work on it and take the ball and run with it because it's a great opportunity for him now. I mean, he bollocks up his line later on in he this did. show. When he called her mummy. Yeah, yeah. It's like no, and she went with it. Yeah, I was like, yeah, because Rhea's a pro. I was yeah. like, no, the gimmick you div is that she's your dad. She's your puppy. She even said it earlier on the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Moron. Anyway, like the fact that he said nothing just made this whole nuclear heat thing even better for me because yeah. I'm like, that was a terrible promo, but the crowd booed it like it was the greatest promo that ever <laughs> yeah. in their life. Thought it was amazing. They did. And then it led to this match between uh, Judgment Day and Mysterio and Riddle. Again, match was fine. It was mm. given time. So Do you know they, what? It, they enjoyed Ray's hot tag and Ray running wild. This is where I, I noticed how dead the crowd was because Riddle got a hot tag and there was a bit of a pop for it, but then he starts going in and he starts bashing against uh, Finn with these punches that look weaker than a Shane McMahon right, left hook. Um, oh, no, I was going to say, a shame of man level took it. It's just like, that's, that's hitting you. It doesn't look like it. It's a potato farm right there. Uh, that's what he was doing this business. <laughs> uh, and like, there, it just, there was a couple of weak moves and the crowd just suddenly were like dead. Yeah. And I'm looking at them and I'm hearing a few cheers and I'm like, where are those cheers coming from? That's why I started wondering if they were piping noise in again. Because the crowd were just sat there. Like nothing was happening. Um, but then they eventually did, yeah. They yeah like, they picked did you notice that when uh, Ray didn't hit Dom with the chair, do you see what what Dominic did? No. So you know Dom's on the floor like, come on, have a yeah. go. Which I liked very much. I liked that Ray sort of teased going for it and then dropped on the floor and went in. And it was only in the replay that I watched Dominic to see his reaction and see what he's doing and see if he really is enjoying this smarmy heel gimmick. And he just goes, pussy. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> Dom! Where's that energy when you've got a red six in your hand? That's great. Yeah, like Love that. that. Yeah, so... We had a bit more interference and distraction in this match because Rollins came down to attack Matt Riddle, yep. which Ray then chased off. And then Dom created some distraction of his own by asking his dad to hit him with an unprotected chair shot in the face because he's hardcore. <laughs> and Ray did not, didn't do that, got no. in the ring, got hit with some moves, and yeah. he got pinned. Yep. 
the end. The end. Uh, and then they celebrated afterwards. Yeah, uh, they, oh, they had a little family portrait. They, family family portrait, portrait. they look pretty happy. <laughs> uh, so this is a bit of a sidebar, um, you know, which is unlike you and I. Well, yeah, never. Uh, my wife and I were watching a TV show called uh, The Wilds, I think, on right. Amazon Prime. So that one that's basically like Lord of the Flies, but it's girls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. It's great, great. The first series, very, very good. Second yeah. series, I've not been as much into, but the first series I thought was excellent. Mm. Um, in the first episode, they're talking about Pink and like Pink being this sort of like very good artist for sort of like girls and yeah, girls sort of really band together around Pink songs. Yeah. And I said to my wife, I was like, we don't have a lot of Pink on our joint playlist. We should add some Pink to our joint playlist. Oh, they're all bangers. And then I went to add some Pink to my playlist and I suddenly realized like, well, I don't know that many Pink songs, it turns out. I was like, Party started. Yeah. Misunderstood. Yeah. And that was more Don't as, let me get me. And then, so my my me. my pink knowledge of the albums that I had were Misunderstood yeah. and the Try This, the second one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then it ends there. So I don't know any sort of Monday stuff. So, and then, so what? Oh, yeah, there's that. Yeah, yeah. Stuff. I think I might have had that one. But I also added in Family Portraits. Yeah. Because I was like, well, that's a song title I recognize. <laughs> this song is not. <laughs> oh, no, it's not a fun road trip it's song, not, is it? It's a jolly playlist song. <laughs> <laughs> and it came on, came on a playlist shuffle. And my wife was like, "Why did you put this one on?" <laughs> you're trying to communicate through pink songs, like you're just trying to let her know. And I was, I was like, "Isn't this one of like her fun songs?" She was like, "No, no oh god, no, this no. is not a fun song." And I was just like, "Oh no, that song was very sad, isn't it? Too much. Take that, took that off the playlist." I'll, I'll hook you up with some more pink track. Thank you very some much. Great stuff. Be much appreciated, Lady Marmalade. Um, anyway, Seth and then Rollins uh, got into an argument backstage they and did. set up a fight pit match. Fight pit. Fight pit for uh, Extreme Rules. Yeah. Now I know some people really enjoyed the Timothy Thatcher uh, Matt Riddle mm -hmm. uh, fight pit match there in NXT. I take a bit of a step back and there's a bit of a disconnect between me and fake MMA. Right. I just I, I don't like it. Okay. I, I AEW did one recently and it was. Awful. Mm. I, I was not big into the Lions Den match yeah. in 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 ninety eight. Back in the days, I'm just I, it's there's a big disconnect for me. I don't like UFC anyway. Yeah. What I like even less is people doing pretending. pretend UFC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's a bit of like a, eh. and it really is a cage match by any other name, except you can't escape it and you can't pin for. There's got to be a knockout or a submission. So yeah. like you know, okay, uh, interesting, cool. See, let's see what it's gonna be. Yeah, you know. It was I, something new, yeah. and I loved the, the the energy. Interesting that like Riddle lost that match against Thatcher, didn't he? I've, if you say so, yeah. So like, it's not like it's your match. I know, but he's got a UFC record. Yeah, you know. So maybe that's what okay. he's going with. Okay. Uh, Miss TV with Dexter Loomis was announced. Um, Miss. Uh, recapped how babyface Dexter Loomis has been stalking him. Um, <laughs> he did do that. He also pointed out that he was having a Minions-themed birthday for his daughter, and I lost it. I was laughing so hard at the idea of him being so paranoid, surrounded by Minions. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I'm i not having a Minions-themed birthday party for my kid this weekend. That is a real shame. And it is a bit of a shame. If it was going to be anything themed, it would be Bluey. Obviously, well, I or, mean, yeah. or Hey Dougie, which I think is like just about equal to Bluey in terms of like what is the best kid show on TV. I don't watch children's TV. Oh, you should do it's marvelous. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll hook you, you up. Can, for okay, some. I'll give you some pink songs and you can give me some children's TV. Jamie, I could legit do you five episodes of Bluey that will bring a tear to your eye. I'm all right. I've got, I've got <laughs> the House of the Dragon to catch up it's on, with. It's on Disney Plus. Way better than House of the Dragon. I'm sure. <laughs> so I've heard. I'm Minions themed it. birthday for Miz. <laughs> Let's just move right past all of these recommendations. But anyway, like, I here's the thing. I've, I've reached the thing with Dex Loomis. Mm -hmm. It's not for me. 
Okay. I, I think I made this abundantly clear last week. You people did. let me know very much so that I'm wrong. <laughs> and that's absolutely fine if people want to disagree with me. Uh, it's it's just, it's not to my personal yeah. taste. However, much like, it's the comparison I will use, the Lana Rusev Bobby Lashley love triangle storyline that they did a number of years ago. I was into that. I thought was dreadful television. And we all thought, everyone in the old chats, everyone in our live chats, me and Ollie all thought it was dreadful television. But it got over with the live crowd every it. single week. <laughs> And I said, it's like, do you know what? The live crowd love it. Yeah. So it's it's not for me, but they it's working for the audience. And it's the same thing here. The Dexter Newman stuff is not for me, but mm. when it's in front of a live audience, they go nuts for it. Uh, it, it works for me, the Dexter stuff still. I think the, the, it's, it is running out of steam for me a little bit because I am a little bit concerned that there's not actually going to be any... Um, uh, movement yet like we we still haven't got a motivation i think that's the key for me now i need to know why he's doing what he's doing yeah i love the whole weird thing we came up with last week the, the person in the old chat said about him being the brother big fan of that want that to be it i just it's a really delicate thing and, and long-term storytelling is something that we have been crying out for and i want there to be more of that i don't know that this qualifies as that because we haven't had any motivation yet. I just need to know why he's doing what he's doing. Yeah. He can't just keep popping up and staring. So we uh, a, a phrase that I try to popularize on this channel mm. is there is a difference between long-term storytelling and a story that takes a long time to tell. Yes, yes. Yeah, and and that is, we're in that territory at the moment. This is not long-term storytelling. Yeah. This is just, it's taking a while to get yeah. to a point. Feels like we don't really know what our end game is or we're not at our end game yet. So we're just finding ways to just delay. It still works for me. Yeah. Just. But, but it is still week one of yeah, this story. It is. And we've been is. doing it for like six weeks. I was going to say, if this, if this were the third week and the next week we find out some stuff, but not even the Miz is telling us what's happened. Like, and even the, I was like, oh, finally, we're getting a Miz TV segment. So we'll get something. We just got more of the same. Okay, fine. I'm going to need some actual yeah. words now. I'm going to need some knowledge. I'm going to need some story because we haven't got any story here. And this is kind of the segment I was talking about. And actually, you know, with the Mysterions and things like that. Well, I, I said in the review that like not nothing was really furthered on mm, this episode. That's yeah. And I don't really think a lot was furthered. And so we were like, oh, they announced two matches for Extreme Rules. Like, well, that's, that's bare bones storytelling of like you've set up some matches and then you've like, we could, you know, telegraph stuff. Stories weren't really moved forward. Yeah. Just, uh, some stuff was announced. This is one of those stories that isn't moving forward. Mysterions isn't really moving forward. Lashley isn't really moving forward. Mm. Riddle and Rollins isn't really moving forward. They just announced a match. So like, Works on a quick show, but on three hours. On three hours when nothing's actually progressing. Yeah. And that was actually my big takeaway from this episode. Uh, what I did like about this is, you know, following afterwards, because um, Dexter Loomis cut his way out of the... Bit of whack-a-mole. He, he came whack-a-mole, looked a bit diglets, came out the... And then did some spooking, like, trying to drag him down to little people's court. Didn't happen. Yeah. This and the other. Um, afterwards, Judgment Day, this is where Dom called Rhea mummy. He did do that. Idiot. Fool. She's got a gimmick, you yeah. knob. And then we got a very interesting moment afterwards where Balor approaches AJ Styles. Yes. Essentially offering AJ a spot in Judgment Day. And AJ, while he was like... I'll never side with you. <laughs> he just got off the phone with his five friends and was like, thanks very much, guys. I'll see you at the next meeting. Anyway, oh, well, I, well, I mean, look, I have said before on this show, AJ Styles is a flat earther and people have corrected me on that. He's not a flat earther. He just thinks there's an interesting conversation to be had. I'm just doing mischief. I'm just doing mischief. It's fine. It's fine. I'm just clarifying. <laughs> I mean, my, for libel purposes. my AJ thing, though, is did you ever hear the, the TNA call in that he had where someone said, we got a, a bit. 
on the homophobic side. Well, he just said, yeah, you're a big uh, icon in the gay community. And yeah. his response to that was, the gay community? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he did do that. Yeah, yeah. I so remember that. He was on the phone to the gay community. The gay community? <laughs> uh, and Finn, yeah, I like this, though, because Finn said, like, Oi, buddy, you're a bit of a loser. Mm. Why don't you come and join our group? <laughs> and AJ was like, I'll never join your group. But then, like, at the end of it, it didn't look he like he think. was hugely against the idea of it. Mm. I And also, his gear l- lends very well to black and purple, I think. He could just make black and purple gear. That's absolutely fine. That really seems yeah. to be the only requirement for joining. Is that if, if you can afford black and purple gear, you can be one of us. Yeah. I still, still, still feel the Judgment Day needs some bite. They they were gurning like losers. Like they're just not. There's nothing to like hate. There's nothing to love. They're just sort of. They're just really lame. But they mm. think they're cool, and it doesn't really vibe for me. So I am looking for something to really sink my teeth into from them. I like the idea of Finn talking to AJ about it. I like the idea of them being on this recruitment drive. I just want them to stand for something. I don't know what it is. Uh, also, just to clarify, on a segment I, uh, we started last week, mm. I had it confirmed by Sean Rossat. You did. Dexter is a baby face. Well. So. I'll believe it when I see it. We got a video promo for Alexa Bliss because she's done nothing mm-hmm. uh, since coming back in February or or in uh, April. Because Trips was watching and he decided he was going to reward us. Exactly. Yeah. Also, I thought it was interesting. Kind of every part of her fiends run. Mm. Like, well, it's a, it's a it's a gimmick. The fiend run is a gimmick that doesn't work in front of a live crowd. Yeah, work for the Thunder Mirror. So they just the <laughs> they just cut all of it out from mm-hmm. her history. And just said, "This is she's been this character this whole time, and now she carries this dolly." And uh, now we have the char- uh, we had this match of Alexa Bliss versus Bailey. Um, Bailey came out with Bianca Belair and friend. And my wife said to me, "What is Lily? Or what is the what is the puppet? Is it a voodoo doll version of her?" Did and, and I said, oh, "It's a long story." Um, I believe the history of the character was that she it was a doll that Alexa Bliss had. I said this is when she was a spooky character. Oh. She had this doll when she was a child that would that was alive and it would like kill other kids who were mean to Alexa Bliss. Yeah. And she was like, and really alive. I was like, oh yeah, it chased Shader Baszler down a corridor. <laughs> <laughs> it once winked at Dewdrop and, yeah, and, and spooked around. And, and then my wife just burst out laughing. It was like, that's rubbish. Yeah, it's rubbish. I was like, I was like yeah, it is a bit, yeah. really, it is. But I was like, I mean, I don't know why she still has it now. This is it. And that's so my wife said, like, why did she have it now? And I said, merchandise. But it, it, it sells loads. Does it? Yeah. Oh, dude, at SummerSlam a couple of years ago, that was like the hottest selling item. A couple of years ago. It was last year, in fact. Hottest selling item at SummerSlam oh, last year. That's a shame. We got one. Yeah, but that's... Which we did buy as a joke. This is it. It's like, great, selling loads of merchandise, good, nice for the bottom line. If it makes your character a joke. And Alexa Bliss is too good to be a joke. I'm sorry. She's one of the best performers they've got. She's a natural heel. She's an incredible villain. She's a she's a good wrestler. She, ah, she's just, great. I thought she was awesome in this match. I well. did too. The match itself was... Fine. Yeah, but like it, it was an, there it was were moments in there. Good, good match, but I thought Bliss's selling of the knee, which they were working yeah. over, were actually really good. I thought her facial reactions to that were really good. Um, and then we got some interference. Yeah. Of course we did from, from Damage Cutrell. And the uh, Bailey won, and then they beat up Bliss after the match. My favorite moment of this entire show, though, however, was they beat down Bailey after this match. Asuka runs in to make the save. Bianca. No, no, no. Asuka runs in to make the save. Still holding the Lily doll because Alexa gave her the Lily doll before the match started. I missed that. And then they beat her up while she was still holding the Lily doll. And then Eo Sky gave her like this assisted moonsault while yeah. wearing the championship belt onto Asuka. And she was still holding Lily. And I was like, oh no, she's done the move to both of them now. <laughs> Asuka held onto that doll 
for the entire match, including her own beatdown. Oh. She did more to get that character over than Alexa Bliss ever did. <laughs> I thought the whole show was leading to Alexa potentially joining Damage Control, or at least hinting that they might. And even when Bailey wins, I was a little bit hoping that it would be this C. I told you, you used to be someone. Kind of give her some food for thought that maybe in a couple of weeks' time she'll join Damage Control. So the fact that they started the beatdown on her, I don't know. That that maybe undercut that a little bit. But I, I did have a panic because Bianca got some comeback, didn't she? She mm. got a little bit of a... Yes. I had a panic that we were about to get Bianca and friends standing tall again. Um... But no, they committed, and Damage Control had the the final. And then we get Bailey being like, hello, yes, Extreme Rules, please. Yeah. I want your little belt there, thanks very much. Yes, make the match for Extreme Rules. Uh, so we, we kind of run over time, so I do want to talk about the, the, the Alexa Bliss bits, however, mm. though, because there are fan theories that Alexa is involved with the White Rabbits storyline. Mm. Okay, yes. During this match, yes. there was like a dip of the lights, and the lights came back up. It looked like it was an error, mm -hmm. uh, so I don't know if that was part of it. The other thing that's one, and I think this might be, well, actually I love about this is the fan reaching side of things, is that Alexa was selling her leg, and the leg was the only part of the body that was missing I did notice in that. the White Rabbit Hangman. I did notice that. Yeah. So I think that's actually a little bit of deliciousness. I don't know if that's just Alexa just like knowing that people will pick up on this sort of thing. But there is just like a bit of deliciousness to that. Alexa's got ties to Bray Wyatt. If this is Bray, I want him far away from Alexa Bliss. Because yeah. I think that Bray... Bray's character did so much damage to Alexa Bliss that she has struggled to recover from it. Well, yeah. And I think that she needs a hard reset of her character that is not involving this. Mm. So maybe it'll be great this time around. I don't know if that is involved, but like I would rather keep them separate mm. if it were me and I had the option. But I did think it was, you know, I'm worth, worth though, bringing like it up. It. I know, but also it would be because she, the last time we saw Bray was Alexa taking him away. So, do you just want to? I mean, you could just ignore that if you wanted to ignore yeah. that. I mean, I as I said in that video package, they just completely, completely ignored all the fiend stuff. Yeah. So it felt like they weren't trying to connect those dots together. Mm. But who knows? Mm. But it was worth mentioning. Curious. Anyway, Love that leg touch. That's great. I thought the show was three out of five. I a personally, good, a good show. I personally felt it was a two, but you know, I have very high standards. <laughs> <laughs> Got a, a chat on um, uh, the the review that just said if Ollie was reviewing the show, it'd be five out of five. I said that to Ollie, and he was like, "It really wouldn't have." <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's get into the rest of your... Oh, oh no, we've got some Patreon shout-outs to do to first. Yeah. We're going to shout-out some Patreon pledge hammers over on patreon.com forward slash WrestleTalk, where, what a week you have had. You had early access to Monday Night War Episode 2 mm -hmm. of Series 2 and Mine and Pete's booking podcast that came out yesterday. Um, and you've had the mailbag with me and Dan. You had the behind-the-scenes podcast last week. Tomorrow, for uh, $10 backers, after Dark, which will be myself, yourself, Abby, social media Abby, and, and Randy Andy Danson, going through anything you want us to talk about on yeah. the whole Patreon page. Mm -hmm. So that's going to be a wonderful time. And if you are Hall of Fame Music, one of our $25 and above Patreon pledge hammers, you get your name shouted out on this show with a fun little nickname like these fine folks, the Superior Dinosaur Tom Greaterex. Tony Jabroni. Vincent Charloki Garcia. Vito Ventura, Pet Detective. Willie Big E Singleton. Zoe Song 101. The number one villain, Nikolai Martinson. 
Justin, the human Godzilla, Wustrak. The voice of the ring, Josh Roberts. Hannah Abebe. That's Hannah A. Baby. Baby. Oh, I see. I went with Abebe. Works for me too, either way. Shawn Michaels' biggest fan, Brett Guy. Bishop Bada. Bishop. That is your Hall of Fame class for the 20th of September 2022. Thank you all so much for our Patreon pledge hammers. We love each and every one of you. Great. Let's have some of your ultra chats. Dan, would you like to start us off? I, do you know, I would. As soon as I've got it open here, I would. Shall I do it through the poll results? Oh, yes. Actually, that's more important. So, we did the poll results. Oh. Who is the White Rabbit? Uh, 72% of our audience think it is Bray. 10% think it's Carrion Cross. And 17% think it is Other. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. So, a lot of people leading towards Bray there. Yeah. More than I thought, in fact. Yeah, I, I agree. I really had started to buy this Carrion thing. But, you know, you know. I guess we'll see. We'll find out more on Friday. We'll find out more on Friday. Uh, Hannah Allen said, Hello, lovely gents. It's funny. I usually have her on SmackDown on for background when doing stuff around the house, working out, etc. All right. Check you out, working out. I have it on when I'm lying there eating nachos. Uh, more so, Trips is running the show, and after, especially after some decent reviews from the people I trust the most. WrestleTalk and the community are more into these shows. I'm not fully committed to every second of the matches, but the storytelling, mwah, I'm finding it actually. I'm finding I'm actually stopping and focusing in because I don't want to miss a thing. Lots of love. Hashtag jam that jam. Just like Aerosmith. Yeah, well, exactly. Yeah. Don't want to, it, I, I think of Aerosmith when I watch the show. But yeah, that's the thing. The the, the sucking us in so that we're not missing a moment. Exactly. Yeah. I I to come back. I agree with with Hannah there. Actually, is that I don't think every wrestling match that they do has been like a man. I can't take my eyes off of this yeah. product. But I do think that they have created a show that has made you keep your eye on it. So, it is like this was missable TV. Yeah. This was not must-see TV. Not every week of TV can be, though. I do want to stress that. Something that we are missing for that has, has stopped in a way that I'm thrilled about is I'm seeing a lot less of people just already standing in the ring ready for a nothing match. Yes, absolutely. And a lot more story. The wrestling I'm... feels like it means and... more, but I think the in-ring style is still just a... Yeah. It is, it, it is egg white. It is uh, off-white walls. You know what I mean? Like, no. You do it... <laughs> If you know, when you move into a new build house, yes. everything is just painted like, oh, off, yes, like yes, yes. off-white, just, egg, yeah. eggshell white. Yeah. It's just like a, because this is a color that everybody it's likes. It's a bland, yeah. It's a bland it. color. Yeah. I think you could do with a, a splash of paint on there. Yeah. That's what I feel like with some raw matches. I am also liking that everyone seems to be interlinked. Like we're seeing a lot more of people interacting mm-hmm. with each other, like a lot of crossover, which yeah. is something that we've missed. Uh, Charles Berg has been a, a member for 17 months in a row. The most important thing that happened yesterday, Dom called Rhea his mummy. He should use the Guerrero name and call Rhea his mamacita. Oh, no, because mamacita is someone he wants to bone. And... Is that not the point? Like, Corey was selling that hard. No, no, he is. He wants to just suckle on, the, uh, on her right. I don't need <laughs> to say that ever again. <laughs> I really didn't enjoy that. <laughs> we'll just move on. It just, it just came out. I, just, I couldn't stop myself. <laughs> yeah, no, it was, a lot, it was a lot for me. I think I just... Gonna need to not speak to you for another few days. I'm getting prepped for rest look after time. Yeah, you really are. We've not even had anything to drink. Um, Hawk Thoucast H two three says first off, the highest of virtual high fives to you, Leak. For September 4, twenty twenty, will forever be the day we both said war, war games. games would work on the main roster, despite Ollie disagreeing. We did it. We predicted the future. Oh yeah, raw. Um, yeah, it was fine. Yeah, it was. It was fine. I agree. 
Uh, then also says, pretty sure I said September 4th, 2020. When I meant 2022, it was two weeks ago. My bad if it... Could you imagine if you got that level of Nostradamus back in 2020? Hey. Um, but also to remember that you'd said that in 2020. Uh, also, if anyone wants an idea of the Miz surrounded by minions, just play Zelda at Majora's Mask and watch Link surrounded by Deku scrubs in the first five minutes. Um, I haven't played it. You know, that's a good game, that. Yeah. I mean, Majora's Mask is... It's, it's no ocarina of time. Very few things are. Yeah, I, I mean, in the world of either. Zelda... I've not played any Zelda. No? No. I have a Zelda tattoo. I've, I've heard of Ocarina of Time, though. That's what it's called. Yeah, right? yeah. So, I, I, so to me, it still means something. I, I mean, look, my big controversial take within the uh, the Zelda fandom, I think Link Awake- Link's Awakening is the best Zelda game. Huge, if true. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's the one that I've played the most. I Do think Link's Awakening is ace. I think he's a good pick on Mario Kart. Uh, <laughs> Ryan PR says, hey, yo. So, Rey Mysterio teamed up with a charismatic supporter of weed with a martial arts background and long hair. This feels familiar, dude. As for that Dominic Heat, it fooled me into thinking he had charisma. Would love some breadsticks. <laughs> That's the thing. Like, there was a moment where I was like, oh, interesting. This is going to be a vibe. Can he back it up? No. But, like, hopefully going on, he will. We'll see. You know, give him some more time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll take over. Stevie okay. Howland says, given the reaction Judgment Day got in their pre-match promo, who'd have thought they'd have needed that to get over was to add Dom? It's just we've been looking for any reason. We really have. Uh, right, yeah, of course, Dexter Lewis is a babyface. He abducted various co-workers, a bit of breaking and entering, random assaults from an unexpected location that has been married in ring. If he electrocutes a man's testicles, he's guaranteed Hall of Famer. <laughs> and then maybe starts a sort of yoga app somewhere. Uh, and he continues, I fell in love with wrestling through the in-ring action, especially watching Brett and Owen. The crowd being super quiet while the Pete Dunn version of Butch and Montez Ford were in the ring made me sad. In other news, you guys are fantastic. Oh, thanks, mate. I think it's just something where people need to get used to seeing these people. I think I think it's a slow burn with getting used to the Triple H era. People perhaps are not used to seeing this casual Raw fans I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Not used to seeing this length of match and oh, this yeah. quality of match. Once people see it, I, be- I fully believe quality will out. That's how I feel. Hawk the Outcast 823. Last one from me. Dominic had nuclear heat and i love it the only thing i got annoyed was the backup he looked at rear and said i have a new mammy now face palm she's your pappy you've got one line i think you saw it as well from her yes she was like all right i'm your mommy this week but yeah. i'll give you a bit of a deck i'm off camera and you'll remember yeah. next time more on you i'm working one really hard do. at this um Al Kurtzlatri says, Bobby Lashley is a tough watch. He's a really good wrestler, except that he cannot sell an injury. Last week he got attacked by Miz and Chamber before the cage match, and five minutes in he was like, lol, what arm injury? He just can't work them. You're having in the match as well. Uh, Chris said, uh, I'm really into this white rabbit stuff. You see there was a red circle around the hourglass, which yeah. is very bray. And as you know, I'm uh, ready for Alexa to do something. Um, a dark reunion. Alexa reunion with bray is anything. Corey is awful. Jam that jam. Corey's better than Byron. I want Byron gone. Byron can't act. Corey is at least the only person that recognizes that Dexter Dexter Lumis Lumis is a threat. (laughs) Can I do an impression? Can I do my uh, Byron Saxon impression? Please do. That's it. (laughs) Very good. And it's dead on. You know what I'm talking about. Tails P. The weird thing is, I usually the invader is the face. Triple H throws Randy through the home. (laughs) He did do that, yeah. Triple H throws Randy through the home window. Face. Sammy breaks into a gym. Face. Austin does anything. Face. Also, I thought the white rabbit was Ali, but it could stand for Playboy and Mina Maria and Mike Return. Imagine if this is all building up to Maria and Mike Kanellis. I'm not... I'm, I'm sure. Charles Berg. Uh, well, my vacation's got even more excellent. Yesterday, I went to a casino with 400 bucks, chan- uh, channeled the energy of Baron and all baby. It was Corbin time. <laughs> Left the casino with $1,500. Slot decided to give me 900 and I made the rest playing blackjack. A slot gave you 900 
I've, I'm not a gambling man. Yeah, but I, I mean, fair play. Uh, Jacob Nelson said, popped onto the stream and literally said, oh, nice, it's Dan. Figured that was worth a fiver. Do you want to be my friend? And lastly, Bishop Badass here said, um, oh, this is funny. I paid to become a pledge hammer on the night. I was just curious, when do I get my wrestling name? <laughs> there you go. You are on this very show, my friend. Although it looks like you just got Bishop Badass. We should really give you an extra one on that. So should we come up with a, what should we do for Bishop Badass? Come up, Dan, you come up with a cool wrestling nickname oh, for Bishop Badass. Um, um, Archbishop Badass of Canterbury. <laughs> Could How's least, that? You could at least done badass Bishop of Banterbury. I was on the spot, Luke. <laughs> I'm still recovering from you saying suckling on Rias. <sighs> at least I stopped myself. You did, thank you. I did. did. I'll just say suckle on her nose. <laughs> that was horrible. I'm sorry. I immediately apologize. Uh, that is all we've got time for on this edition of the Raw Review. That it is all we've got time for, to be honest with you. Thank you all so much for listening. Uh, we will see you on Thursday for the AEW Dynamite Review. Myself and Ollie Davis will be talking about a new AEW World Champion. Will it be Brian Danielson? Will it be John Moxley? Will it be MJF? <gasps> Who knows? We'll find out once we watch Dynamite tonight. Um, nope, tomorrow even. Yeah. God, I'm not with it at the moment. It's the Queen. It's the, the Queen's throwing me off. The Queen. I just heard. <laughs> I came as soon as I heard. <laughs> Anywho, thank you so much for watching. Please do consider checking out this episode's sponsor, beer52.com forward slash wrestle talk. Get yourself eight, eight, eight free craft beers on us. It's a fabulous service. They've sponsored us for many, many years, and we absolutely adore beer52.com. So please, please, please go and click the link. Get yourself a crate of craft beer. It supports us really massively if you do that so we would really really appreciate it if you do you all you've got to do is pay for that sweet house postage and packaging thank you all so much for watching we will see you on thursday for the aw dynamite review jam that jam i've been the guy that's professor dan lee Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win, and support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode, and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 
luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.